Good Nature Wellness Podcast, Episode 9. Hello and welcome to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. This podcast is all about discovering how you can transform, re-energize, and strengthen your body naturally with the healing power of food to regain control of your health, reclaim your energy, feel better, look better, and be stronger for life. I'm your host, board-certified master health and wellness coach, Barbara Walsh. Thank you so much for joining me today. So here we are in the midst of the holiday season, and typically that means lots of hustle and bustle, decorating, shopping, gift wrapping, sending out greeting cards, preparing tasty treats, and celebrating with family and friends. Sounds pretty idyllic, doesn't it? I could just hear the sleigh bells and see a fresh snowfall in my mind smell the cookies baking, and even hear Andy Williams singing that classic song, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, can't you? While the holiday season is something that we can look forward to, all of those heartwarming seasonal activities can actually come with a pretty steep price tag that no one wants to pay. And I'm not talking about the gifts, I'm talking about holiday stress. So today, I'm going to share with you the secret to overcoming holiday stress. And by the end of this episode, you'll discover the key to avoid becoming overwhelmed when you're in the midst of the holiday season, or even if you're not, and living stress-free every day. So let's go! I absolutely love the holiday season, but I am no stranger to holiday stress, or even just stress in general. It's a big challenge every year to make sure that our halls are perfectly decked out for my family's annual Christmas and New Year's Eve celebrations, especially while I am working, taking care of my family, and keeping up with household chores. Adding those extra Christmas balls to my daily juggling act can make this time of year seem particularly stressful, which can unfortunately steal the joy and the magic of the season before the celebration even starts. And when I look back on my own life, the main source of that holiday stress is actually rooted in perfectionism. I guess it's a combination of the part of my personality that loves all the details, and those are the things in my opinion that make something truly beautiful, plus the attitudes and behaviors that I learned growing up. When I think about the holidays, my earliest childhood memories are about our family's Christmas tree. I can remember waiting excitedly with my sisters in anticipation for the day when we could decorate it. I always loved all the twinkling lights, sparkling ornaments, and the scent of pine that would fill the room. I could hardly wait to get started when my dad came home with a freshly cut tree. I really loved and admired my dad. He was an engineer by trade, but he was also a very creative guy. He was a musician loved photography, he could write, draw, sing beautifully, and even whistle a tune flawlessly. But he was also the ultimate perfectionist, so much so that we had a regimented system that we had to follow when decorating our Christmas tree. My dad had categorized all of the ornaments by size in boxes numbered 1 through 10. Ornaments in box 1 were the smallest and could only be hung at the top of the tree. 
Other ornaments had to be hung in order, following the numbers on each box, of course, so they graduated in size until the largest ones from box 10 were at the bottom of the tree. And I know this sounds crazy, but let me tell you, he was strict about it. In fact, he would check our work after each ornament was hung, and we knew that if we deviated from his plan, we would be put into decorating timeout. So trimming the tree was pretty serious business in our house. Talk about a perfectionist boot camp. Even though I didn't realize it at the time, all of my dad's rules and scrutiny actually made it kind of stressful. But as a kid, I didn't know that stress wasn't supposed to be part of the process. And somehow, it all seemed worth it because our tree looked majestic and perfect when we were finished. When I was a teenager, our Christmas celebrations migrated to my sister's home. Laura was the oldest of us three girls and married with children. I have fond memories of spending lots of time with her preparing for the holidays every year. In spite of my dad's annual Christmas tree boot camps, Christmas was always my sister's favorite time of the year, too. Together, we would bake amazing butter cookies cut in the shapes of Christmas trees and candy canes. We would decorate together. We would shop until we dropped together. And we would also wrap gifts together. Anyone who ever received a gift from my sister will tell you that she always had the most amazing packages. The paper patterns were always carefully chosen and wrapped around each gift with precision, with the finishing touch of one of Laura's perfectly tied bows. Those gifts were truly beautiful to behold and almost too nice to open, even though we did open them. When it came to wrapping my own gifts, I was seriously bow-challenged. The best I could do typically was to buy the bows that were pre-made with an adhesive strip on the bottom. Peel, stick, done, right? But I guess because of my holiday perfectionistic tendencies, thanks to my dad, I was never quite satisfied with my gift boxes because they weren't perfect. And in my opinion, it was certain that anyone who had eyes could see that my gift boxes always paled in comparison to Laura's. So one year I asked her to share her secrets and I became an apprentice to the master gift wrapper herself. Like my dad, Laura had a system for creating those amazing packages. When it was Christmas time, she would set up a gift wrap central in the family room of her home. I remember a long table with rolls and rolls of wrapping paper with different prints, some suitable for adults and others were just for children, and rolls and rolls and rolls of ribbon, especially curling ribbon, in a wide variety of colors that were complementary to the paper. And that was my introduction to Laura's gift wrap boot camp. I was amazed watching her work because she cared about every detail of the wrapping process. To Laura, the package was just as important as the gift inside. And I admired that, even though we both knew that the wrapping would eventually be torn up and thrown away. Then she shared her secret technique of tying lots of ribbons on each package and curling them with the edge of a scissor until the bow was big and beautiful. It wasn't easy for me to learn, but Laura was always incredibly generous when it came to gift giving, so we had lots of packages for me to practice on. I could still remember the zipping sound as I pulled the scissor along those ribbons. And unlike my dad, Laura actually made the process fun. She had more patience 
and encouraged me to keep trying until I proudly mastered those bows. Every year afterward, I prided myself on perfectly wrapped packages with perfectly tied bows, just like Laura's. When people would admire my packages and hesitate to open them because they looked so lovely, somehow all of the extra time it took for me to choose the perfect paper with matching ribbons and create those gift boxes was worth it. So what does all of this have to do with holiday stress? Looking back, I can see how these two experiences really shaped a lot of my attitudes about how I think things should look and why I always thought that things need to be absolutely perfect for the holidays. And I can also see how every year I would invest every ounce of energy and every spare minute that I had to make everything just so. And I would never even consider relaxing my stance or allowing anything to be less than perfect. But what I don't think I ever realized was how being such a relentless perfectionist would secretly keep me in a state of stress. Does the tree look perfect? Did I buy the perfect gift? Is the wrapping perfect? What will people think? Thoughts like those would swirl in my mind, eventually sapping all of my energy, stealing all of my Christmas spirit, and making all of the pre-holiday planning and preparation feel like a royal pain that left me exhausted. I didn't know it then, but between being a perfectionist 24-7 and holding on to my annual ideas of holiday perfection, I was living in a state of chronic stress year-round. I know now that chronic stress negatively affects the body and has been linked to many diseases, including heart disease, irritable bowel syndrome, and cancer. And in my case, chronic stress actually set the stage for breast cancer to develop in my body. But that's definitely another podcast. If you haven't heard my story of overcoming breast cancer naturally, you might want to check out episode one of the Good Nature Wellness podcast. Perfectionism can also have a profound effect on mental health. Research studies show that anxiety, depression, eating disorders, an increased risk of bipolar disorder, and suicidal tendencies are all linked to perfectionism. In my quest to be the perfect Christmas elf, there were many times over the years when I would be so much less than jolly because of the anxiety of trying to make absolutely everything perfect. Instead of the anticipation of a joyful celebration with my family and friends, I would be grouchy and upset, and I would often find myself thinking, holidays are not what they are cracked up to be when you're a grown-up. The truth is, the fact that I felt upset around the holidays really had nothing to do with being a grown-up, and it had everything to do with trying to be perfect. And if we're being honest, we know that no one is perfect, and the idea of being perfect is a subjective one. If you ask different people what it means to be perfect, you're bound to get different answers, which means that nothing will ever be perfect because there's no standard for perfection. And that fact alone is enough to turn any perfectionist into a Grinch over the holidays because striving to be perfect is a moving target that we can never hit and a sliding scale that we can never measure up to. This year in particular, I think that we are all coming to terms with the fact that the holiday celebrations that we're going to have probably won't look like the ones that we're used to. 
And with the way that the coronavirus has changed our world and how we interact with each other, there's a really good chance that things are going to be far from perfect. Keeping that in mind, and speaking from my own personal experience, I have found that the secret to overcoming holiday stress this year, and actually every year, is to let go of perfectionism. I know, I know, I can hear all of you perfectionists out there cringing. Believe me, I am with you. And I really hate to break this to you, but perfectionism is really just a habit and not always a good one. I was actually surprised to learn that contrary to popular belief, perfectionism is not something that we are born with, which is really good news because that means it's something that we have the power to change. So what can we do to feel okay about making that change and letting go of perfectionism? We can make the choice to change the focus from what's not going to be perfect to what's really important. In terms of the holidays, that's a lesson that I learned when my son was little. I can remember his face and the excitement in his eyes as we decorated our Christmas tree when he was a very little boy. He loved every ornament and couldn't wait to hang each one. In those early years, I had to really hold myself back from telling him what to do and exactly how to do it and checking his work the way my dad did when I was a little girl. And when we were finished decorating, my son was just thrilled at our creation. But I have to admit that it was pretty tough for me to look at our imperfectly decorated Christmas tree with ornaments of every size clustered together in the one area of the tree that he could reach and not run over and immediately try to make it perfect. And I know it sounds silly, but in that situation, what was more important, my tree or my son? Hands down, it was more important to create a holiday memory with my son of the wonderful time that we had together trimming our tree. I think that this example carries over to everything else about the holidays too. Whatever your tradition or however you choose to celebrate, I encourage you to keep the focus on what's really important, and that's going to be different for everyone. Sure, it's nice to have lovely decorations and beautifully wrapped gifts, but I have come to understand that the holiday season is about something even more precious. And that's actually the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And in a year that has already been less than perfect, we have the perfect opportunity to change our perspective away from all the things that we are missing and turn our view toward everything that we already have, family and friends, and creating new traditions to celebrate the true reason for the holiday season. So now you know the secret to a stress-free holiday. And guess what? This same principle is the key to living stress-free every day. By choosing to let go of perfectionism, you can actually eliminate worry, anxiety, and chronic stress from your daily life. And when that happens, you will experience freedom in your mind and your body, and you can live each day feeling energized, confident, content, and full of joy. And what could be more perfect than that? I hope that you found this episode helpful and you can start using the secret that I've shared with you today to have a stress-free holiday season. And if you know someone else who would like to learn the secret to living a stress-free life, please share this episode with them. 
And be sure to subscribe and stay tuned to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast for upcoming episodes with more tips on how you can take control of your health naturally and live your healthiest life now. And if there's a topic that you'd like to know more about, please let me know in the comments or send an email to barbara at goodnaturewellness.com. Your great idea could be our next great episode. And I want to thank you all again from the bottom of my heart for joining me today. And I wish you all a wonderful holiday season. And I pray that you'll be blessed with good health, peace, and prosperity in the coming new year. And speaking of the new year, make sure you don't miss your chance to win a free copy of the Good Nature Wellness Super Smoothie Slim Down. Kick off those New Year's resolutions right. Lose weight without counting calories or starving yourself while you boost your energy levels and improve your health in the process. For your chance to win, be sure to enter between November 26th and December 30th, 2020. All you have to do is leave a rating and a review for the Good Nature Wellness Podcast and send a screenshot of your review to barbara at goodnaturewellness.com. And for another chance to win, follow me on Instagram at good underscore nature underscore wellness and create a post on Instagram that mentions the Good Nature Wellness Podcast and the Super Smoothie Slim Down by name. Just be sure to tag me so I see your post. Five lucky winners will be chosen at random and receive their prize in January 2021, just in time to start the new year right. Good luck, you guys. I am so excited about this giveaway. I can't wait to see your entries, and I really can't wait to see who wins. Thank you again for tuning in for the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. Best wishes for a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I'll see you next time. Disclaimer. The Good Nature Wellness Podcast offers information about nutrition, health, and wellness that is designed for educational purposes only. Any opinions expressed or information that is presented by NBC HWC board certified master health coach Barbara Walsh is not a substitution for, nor should it be used as a replacement for medical advice or to diagnose or treat any medical condition. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay seeking medical advice or treatment from your physician or other healthcare professional because of something that you may have heard in this podcast. Please note that while every effort is made to broadcast information that has been carefully researched and is current, ongoing developments in medical research may impact health, wellness, and nutritional advice included in this podcast. No assurance can be given that information or advice included in this podcast will always include the most recent findings or developments related to the material in this or any episode. Any information provided in this podcast is to be used solely at your own risk. Under no circumstances will Barbara Walsh, Holy Health Coaching, LLC, DBA, Good Nature Wellness, be responsible for damages in connection with the use of this podcast.